This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the first Sunday of Advent. The National Gallery in London's Trafalgar Square is a haven full of wonderful religious art. One of my recent discoveries in the Sainsbury Wing is an unassuming altarpiece by the 15th century painter Masaccio. It's of St. Jerome and St. John the Baptist. Next year will be the 1600th anniversary of the death of St. Jerome. And I'm telling you about this painting, and it's on the front of the newsletter of the parish this weekend, because on this first Sunday of Advent, we are invited to take part in an initiative of the bishops of our country, in which we come to study, reflect on, and love the scriptures a bit more. We're calling it the God who speaks. We start with St. Jerome because he is one of the greatest figures in the life of the Catholic Church and the Bible. He was born in the fourth century and learned ancient languages so that he could translate the New Testament into Latin from the original language. He gave his life to this work and it's been said that he was so inspired that he often is depicted with angels almost dictating to him. He lived an ascetical life in the Syrian desert for quite a while, and then he worked in a cave in Bethlehem, which you can still visit if you go on pilgrimage to the Holy Land. If you go and see this painting by Masaccio, you can see St. Jerome pointing us to the importance of Scripture in order that we can understand our faith and the person of Jesus. John the Baptist, so central to this season of Advent, announces the presence of the Lord. They make, in a way, a perfect partnership for this time of the year. John the Baptist being the herald of Jesus, Jerem being the loudspeaker of the Scriptures, which is the Word of God, Jesus in the flesh. Saint Jerem holds a Bible in his hand, and light falls onto the page which is open at the beginning of the book of Genesis, showing that from the very beginning, the light of Christ shines through the whole of the Bible, almost like a watermark throughout the biblical text. His fingers are highlighted too, those fingers that wrote the commentary on the Bible with divine assistance. In his other hand, he holds a model of a church, with the light falling on the doorway of the church, saying, come in, come in and understand how the life of Christ presented in the scriptures, is unfolded in the life of the church. These two go together, one in either hand, the scriptures and the church. St. Augustine always insisted that we do not have a Bible unless the church gives it to us. So they go hand in hand, and we learn to enter and interpret this great gift of God in the scriptures, in and through the church. Then, the light goes across the painting to catch the figure of John the Baptist. He is there with that unmistakable gesture, pointing to the cross, pointing to the symbol of Christ. It's as if to say, all this only makes sense when it's aimed and directed and is fruitful in our relationship with Jesus. The scriptures, the saints, the church, they lead to the cross of Christ. It's a very beautiful painting, and it helps us to get started on our reflections during this year until next Advent in our project 
of the God who speaks to us, who speaks to us in the lives of the saints, in the life of the church, in the Holy Scriptures, and who speaks to us most of all in Jesus, his only begotten Son. Perhaps you might like to go and see this painting in the National Gallery and reflect before it on what it tells us about the Word of God. But better still, resolve to take up your Bible in this year that's ahead and read, maybe just two or three minutes each day, some verses of the New Testament, so that we may come into a better relationship with the God who was made flesh for our salvation. The prayer of Advent is the Angelus, in which we remind ourselves that by the consent of Mary, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. May that Word be a lived reality for us as we prepare this Advent for the birth of our Saviour in Bethlehem. Let us pray. Grant your faithful, we pray, Almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom through Christ our Lord. Amen. Jesus shares his glory with Mary and the saints. We consider this in the final glorious mystery of the rosary. She obtains for us a share in his kingship, a share in his life. May she obtain for us the grace to be frequent and fervent adorers of her son in the Eucharist, and so increase with us, within us that desire for the things of heaven, that desire to fall in behind the standard of Jesus, her son, that desire above all for the things of heaven. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of the universe, grant, we pray, that the whole creation set free from slavery may render your majesty service and ceaselessly proclaim your praise through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen.